Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, Bev's Video Kingdom? We are back, and I am Nate, and we are drafting in the wake of our spotlight, our spotlight pod last week. Can, can we be funny now? Can we? Can we like laugh? I think we we're. I think we we're appropriately uh, humorous last week. All right. <laughs> I know. I know. We were, a, we were. Spotlight's little, a little heavy. It's a heavy a movie, heavy. and and we are not. We, while we are up for joking about almost everything, we tried to stay away from uh, jokes. That were that would be terribly tasteless and right. terrible about you know priests molesting children. And if we offended anybody, or if, or if Nate particularly offended anybody, we uh, we do apologize. And so, uh, <laughs> well, send well, us an email. We'll send you. Are we address. talking about <laughs> my my comments about possibly setting fire to empty? Empty church buildings. Oh, now we're specifying that they're empty. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I thought a little bit about it last since last week, and I'm happy to argue with anybody who thinks that we shouldn't set all the empty Catholic churches on fire. I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll, I'll have that public debate. I think I'm comfortable with that. You're talking about the Sistine Chapel, brother. You know what? We got to pay a price. You know, we got to pay a price. You know, we get, we got to pay a price for protecting children. And that's one that I'm willing to pay. Hey, and I'm, 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 you heard it here first. Okay? I'm jumping on board. I'm, I'm, I'm right, right behind you. You get the gasoline. I'll get the match. Okay. So <laughs> we're drafting this week. Uh, we're drafting on the heels of spotlight which which is is about the heroes of the of the movie are the reporters um that are being portrayed from the Boston Globe spotlight team and so we were thinking you know there's actually a lot of really great characters that are playing the roles of reporters in movies why don't we draft them and that's what we're drafting but we're, they don't just have to be newspaper reporters journalists Media personalities reporters. who are reporting the news. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's that's kind of where we're at. We're in that realm. I think there's definitely a line. If you're that reporting can be the news publicly. Is that what we're saying? Right. I'm saying like I w- I wouldn't consider a producer like a, no, no, no no no. You have yeah. to be the one delivering the news, delivering right. the news in some form. You have yes. to be the delivering, author, writing, speaking. The author, the you know, speaking in some way, portraying it. Yeah. Doing a some sort of interpretive dance where you. There you go. The news. Yeah. I've got there's a clear one of one for me and I just hope I get the first pick. Yeah, there is a clear one of one here. So okay. I'm positive that you guys don't have the same I, one I, as me. <laughs> oh wow. I also think there's this is an interesting one in the sense that there are a lot of there are some reporter movies. There's some movies about journalists, and there's some movies that just happen to have journalists, and they're really further spread. I mean, maybe everyone would say we always miss the old ones, but this is one where it's pretty hard to ignore some stuff but that are that's before our time. Oh, not for me. <laughs> not, not, not for me. I mean, I don't, I don't want to give too much of my draft strategy away, but Nate, I think you're going to have just open season on any of those those old, old, old. Movies. Great, thanks for that. That, that, that helps me with uh, my uh, all you. Buddy. Yeah, think. you can save them all to like the your your fourth and fifth picks. <laughs> Perfect, okay. you're good to go. So it's the three of us, Brad, Zach, and Nate, and we have a five round draft coming at you. But the question is, who gets that first one of one pick? Well, you know. Um, 
I, I just happened to, to, I was driving around and actually took me three and a half hours until I actually ran into a location that had an, a newsstand in front of it still, where you could get an actual hard copy of a newspaper. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I want to get a newspaper. We're, we're talking about journalists. I want to have a newspaper with me, see what they're putting in the headlines and stuff. And so I grabbed a, uh, a Modesto B. It's very thin nowadays. It's I was going to say my dad still gets it, and there's like four pages. <laughs> I'm like, what is going trash. on with this newspaper? It is such trash. But anyway, um, the uh, the newspaper, I, I'm looking at the headline there, and, and and it was talking about some guy named Brad. He robbed a house or something like that. And I was like, wow, Brad. On page one? On page one. He Brad a house? number one. Yeah, some They're guy like named Brad. He recognizable a house. I mustache. I I don't know if he had a mustache. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that would be noticeable, but yeah, the guy had a had a a, a poor poor fitting beanie on over his face with just giant braids <laughs> coming out. Braids hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Curly mustache braids. coming up through the eye holes. Look like the predator robbing a fucking Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> And number two, and we're recording this uh, not too long after the 4th of July, and in, in page two there, I, I opened up page two, and it was talking about uh, some guy had severely, severely injured himself in some fireworks accidents, and his, his name was Nate, and he was still in the hospital. This, this they were, they were talking about his recovery. That's sitting a little close to home, guys. Very, very quickly, uh, we, we did sparklers <laughs> after the fireworks display at Nate's house, and Nate's got a beautiful lawn in his backyard, and like there's literally like one dry spot in the entire lawn. Our kids grab the sparklers, start going crazy. Everybody else is kind of cleaning up and doing other stuff. Me and Brad are out there lighting the sparklers, and we turn around, and our kids have managed to light the one spot in Nate's lawn on fire, and it will not go out. And a little had, bit large. We had to pour a fit, freaking huge bucket of water on it. Anyways, continue. Dude, it was good stuff. So, yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm hoping. So glad now I know. I'm hoping that guy, Nate, uh, recovers from his fireworks injuries, but uh, he uh, that was on page two. In the two slot. Yeah, and so uh, then I, I look over on page three here, and uh, there's a story about a a guy who uh, is he he was arrested for for selling scorpions and rattlesnakes. Oh, this checks out. And his name was was Zach. Special scorpions. You let them sting your dick, and you stay hard for like six hours. <laughs> it, it was talking about you could get high off of the venom, is what he was talking <laughs> about in the, in the article. So he doesn't. Yeah, that's he's not selling for like pets or anything. He's just, Reptile peddler. Yeah. When I left today to go to the pod, I said bye, buddy, to my son Hunter, and he goes, "Make lots of dick jokes." On brand. On brand. No problem, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, that was page three. So we've got uh, uh, in the number one hole, we've got Brad. In number two, we've got Nate. Number three, we've got Zach. Boom. Let's call me Scorpion. I man. usually don't like the middle, the little sando, the sandwich spot, but I'll take, I kind of like it tonight. I call bullshit. You love being in the middle of the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all right. That's With extra, fantasy. extra mayo. <laughs> I got Zach. All right. So one, two, one. three here. Uh, it's going to be a five round draft. It's a snake draft. If you're not familiar with fantasy football, uh, I'll be picking first. Nate second. Second, Zach third, and then Zach will go with the fourth pick, and then we'll go back the other way, and we will keep wrapping around for five rounds. So that's our snake draft format. Here we go. It is time to start this draft, and I'm now confused because Zach says we we all kind of there said there's a number one, and Zach says you don't. I don't think that you have my number one. If so. you pick my number one, I'll lose my mind. Well. Ah, man, there's one. God, please pick his number one. There's one I'm going to go with that I think is just the right one, and, and it fits for, for this pod, and it's just universally uh, uh, well-liked. That's going to be Ron Burgundy from Anchorman. And it's just tough. It's it's a movie about journalists, 
and uh, uh, Ron Burgundy's the best. Ron Burgundy doesn't do a lot of journalism or uh, seeking out the news. He reports the news. <laughs> he reports I'm the news. Ron he reads Burgundy. a teleprompter, if we're being fair. And <laughs> it doesn't matter what's on that teleprompter. I, Ron's going to I, I, I love, I mean, I think that is the one-on-one, and it's a weird one because, like, you know, Spotlight's the polar opposite, right? It's that super heavy, <laughs> you know, and the, the journalists are, like, really skilled at their job. Yeah. Um, but you know what? And for talking memorable journalists and movies it's got to be wrong i think they were using the the term journalist super fucking <laughs> flimsily. hey i like the is. pick though it i would have picked him eventually probably around the fourth or fifth round oh boy so th- this <laughs> i think this this pick is a, like a really a much tougher one than i mean some one of ones really fall and it's apparently you 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 think there's a clear one of one that wasn't picked yeah, so I'm going to kind of go with my heart here. I mean, William from Almost Famous. <sighs> That's a great pick. Is that was that your that idea? Was my number two pick. I would have picked that with my fourth pick. Um, yeah. So so I mean, you know, he he's he's a really he's obviously the main character, and he's a, he's he's a true journalist, and also. I mean, kind of unique, right? Like, you know, he's this kid that you know, it's true-ish story about Cameron Crowe, right? You know, kind of getting to do this this story for Rolling Stone. When he you, you don't have to convince it's, us, it's, dude. It's, it's just an amazing movie. I was say, the, the first two picks have both been very heavy, heavily listened to and, and enjoyed uh, podcasts that we've done. So there you go. And the true one of one in the journalist, uh, the journalist draft, I am going to go. The dude with- that's in blue chips? <laughs> no, no, I think this is clear. This is very clear. We're going with Raul Duke uh, playing Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, see, you bas- there was there was part of me that was so, so upset that I was thinking that. Please tell me it's not Raul Duke because I want him so bad in the next rap. Heads off to oh. Las Vegas with his lawyer to cover a motorcycle race and uh, ends up covering all sorts of things except for the race. Yeah, and, so, uh, so I had I had that one. It would have been much deeper for me. And I think my argument for it being deeper would have been that he does. You don't. I mean, the movie doesn't revolve around his journalism, even though he ends up writing a lot of books that are phenomenal about his drug use. Yeah. Um, so, so I, that knocked it down for me. But I mean, he, that's his books, though. He so he's got a ton. I mean, article oh no, he's after a phenom- article. He's a great. And, yeah. and 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 not only like I mean, some really impactful ones about politics and. Oh yes, he's he's a great writer. I read pretty much everything that he's written and at an age where I didn't really understand like 90% of yeah. uh, what was, I was, was really he reading. the main writers of like the uh the, the uh, uh Hell's Angels at the Rolling Stones concert like wasn't he did he write about no, that No but he he wrote a book called Hell's Angels where he actually infiltrated the Hell's Angels okay. and then got gotcha. find out found out and stomped out and uh, <laughs> wow. almost killed by the Hell's Angels fucking spectacular book you should definitely read it, it takes place all in California it's fucking amazing Um I thought you said you don't read nonfiction. Uh, I, I, I went on a Hunter S. Thompson. I have a fucking huge... I, I named my kid Hunter after Hunter S. Thompson. Like, oh, he was my dude. All right. Um, well, okay. So, <laughs> I know that. I literally have that, a that massive... tons of sense. A massive tat- Hunter S. Thompson tattoo on my side here. All right. So, anyways, uh, we are moving on to... Okay, so this wants to be my next pick, but... Uh, now I'm questioning if he's a journalist. So, if you write a, if you write a book a nonfiction book about a true event, does that make you a journalist technically? I think that's stretching it, guys. Well, you might as well pick it and then we'll, we'll tell you no or, or, or yes. 
So can we go with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman as Capote in Capote? Capote? <laughs> Capote? <laughs> uh, I think that's stretching that's it too really far. not really a journalist. I agree. Yeah. It's not really a journalist. I mean, he's he wrote in Cold Blood. They got, they got to be involved in the news somehow, I think. News I mean, reporting. Yeah, true crime reporting. In book form, I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it. But you know what? You want to make. You want to die on that particular. No, I've got it. I've got another pick. one. Go I've it. got another one. I'm just afraid Nate's going to take my second pick, which is going to make me mad. I feel like I. I so I don't know where to go. I feel like you maybe you're throwing me. I, I think I have to do it. I think I have to do it because. Well, you're not up yet. He didn't take Capote officially. He's not going to take this one. I think I have to do it to protect here, even though I, I might be able to wait. But hmm. I'm gonna go. All right, this is just we're just we're just going back to my childhood here. So we start off with uh, with Hunter S. Thompson, and we go right into uh, Judith Hogue as April O'Neil in the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Sure, as the uh, fresh faced redheaded reporter. Sure, and uh, man, she's great in that. And I don't love the Megan Fox turn or any of the any of the other uh, ladies, but uh, the very first one, she's fucking awesome. So. That's what I'm going to go with. I added in there for you, uh, I put OG Turtles. Yeah, it's got to be the 1990 movie uh, that's just like, just all the the, the Foot Clan guys just well, yeah, doing she hood likes, rat shit. She straight up infiltrates it. She gets saved by by Raphael. Oh, it's, it's so awesome. It's She's great. And then she gives him like the little wink, uh, the little shout out on the air. I thought she was really hot like back in the day. Uh, contributed to my love of curly hair. She had like the 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 dimple chin. Oh, yeah. Very sexy. No, yeah. She was she was going to be picked if, uh, if it got into the fourth or fifth for me for sure. Uh, Damn it! That's a nice number two. Fourth pick. Pick. No, I, 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 I keep going back and forth here because I can't decide if Brad's if he if, if he's really going to go this direction, and I should just wait. If he wants it, he can have it. Okay, I, I got to do this, and it's not. I, I don't. I, th- I don't think this is where you're going to go. And I, but I, to be totally honest, this is the one of one. Like, if I didn't wasn't correcting for you guys' idiocy, <laughs> I would have taken this one of one. Okay, and, and that's. Bob Woodford, Woodward, played by uh, Robert Redford, okay, and all the President's Men. I mean, all the President's Men is the OG. So, so you know, spotlight from last week. So, I was wondering if you would do Woodward and Bernstein as a team, like if, if it no. should be together. Or uh, well, I mean, I, if I could get them both, sure, but I wouldn't allow that argument. I mean, I think you know, if you watch that movie, they're both great in it, but Woodward is the one. I mean, Woodward is the one that talks to Deep Throat. You know right. they have those really impactful scenes. I think it's it, Robert Redford. I think is the is the true star of the movie, even though uh, Dustin Hoffman's great in it. I I, I mean I, I have a particular affinity for this movie, you know, affection for this movie because you know I just I I've seen it a lot, shown it a lot to people, and uh, I think it's you know honestly Spotlight from last week owes a lot to to that movie and the sort of tone of it. So. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe I could have gotten that in the fifth, but I couldn't let it go any longer. I thought you were going to go Bin Fong Torres, but okay. <laughs> thought about it. Hey, it's Bin Fong Torres. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude's voice. I, I don't think that's where you were going, though, was it, Brad? Um, I kind of was hoping to talk you into taking it because I didn't necessarily want to, but I probably was going to take that in the wrap if it, if it came to me. Okay. So I don't think you would have got it later, but Good. now I've got to make some decisions here, and oh, boy. Okay, so my first pick here is going to be 
Raul Duke. Man, I was hoping to have that. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and go with – I'm going to go with two of my favorites from this this list. First off, I'm going to go with uh, uh, just a, a mean – at least in the first movie, just kind of mean spirited and angry. Uh, but that what's that's what makes her a good journalist. She's not afraid to ask the tough questions and to get in somebody's face when uh, you know people are getting murdered all over the town. And and she's going to go ask the tough questions, even if she gets even if she gets punched, she might she'll take a punch for the story. And that's Gail Weathers in the Scream franchise. Ooh, nice! Pick. Wow. So I'm taking Gale Weathers. God, I like that one a lot. I, that one, I was not on my list, and that's a great pick. So yeah, no, I mean, takes a punch, uh, uh, asking the tough questions. Damn, she's definitely like one of those kind of hard copy type where it's like they're trying to get the sensational stories and stuff. But uh, eventually, you know, she gets into some shit, and she ends up falling in love with her actual ends up being her real husband I was for a while, say, played, right? Played by Monica Geller, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that who? Yeah. Is that her name and friends? Friends, yeah. It's the it's okay. all friends. It's all friends universe. Gotcha. Okay. Now my my next pick here. Oh man, there's one I'm gonna save because I think I can get it later. I'm gonna go ahead and go with and and Zach's probably gonna hate this. You know what? We're talking memorable journalists. There's there's something to be said, and, and I talked about this last uh, last week on the pod a little bit. Is the idea of like new media versus old media. The old the old way of reporting and stuff is just like you, you you're going to chase that story, you're going to put in all the hard work and eventually it's going to go to print versus sensational journalism of of online today is let's get there as fast as we can to the scene and and get the bloody mess and so we can put a video of it and it's going to go viral and things like that. And I'm going to go ahead and take Lewis Bloom from Nightcrawler. Wait a minute. He's not a journalist? I I know. I, I think I, that that's completely legit. Can I, I show you what's pulled up on my screen right now? Uh, <laughs> wow. I said you're going to hate it. I and thought I you gonna were going to hate it. And I was going to give Nate a shout out for showing me that movie. I'd never seen it. Nate showed it to me yeah. at the lake house, and I dug it a lot. No. Good pick, Brad. I was, I'm just was saying, any, almost anybody can be a journalist nowadays, and in a weird way. Like, I mean, as far as uh, I know, some of the local uh, uh, where people are getting their news nowadays, as I, as I talked about, is, is from online sources that – are not reputable. Uh, they're not people who went to, to J school or anything, and they're just going ahead and uh, reporting news like they know what's up. So so I feel like I'm just like running the ball straight up the middle, just sort of like, you know, you know, just sort of smash mouth here. I, nothing. I'm not going. I'm not doing anything weird like you guys running the ball straight through 1965. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I, guess I got to do this. I'm going to buy the T-shirt. Oh, question is who do you do? That's the interesting. Question. I, I, if you don't pick Hulk, I don't think it's a pick. I think uh, it's my. It's got to be Mike, yeah. right? So, so Michael Resendez uh, from Spotlight. I, I mean, you could pay. You could make the argument that any of the three leads, uh, Robbie or Sasha, any of them would be great picks. I think here, but Mike with his, they knew, they knew, and they didn't do anything about it. I I I don't great. like him as I've said numerous times. He's great. He in was this, he was really good, dude. Yeah, he kills in this. So that's where I'm going. I mean, I this 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 is gonna you know the gonna... the only problem with his performance was I was legitimately like couldn't wait for the movie to be over because I said I need to go look up Mike Rosinas because either he made just a wild choice on his own to like or he mimicked have him. like a weird like facial he holds like, his mouth yeah funny, the way he's kind of head funny exactly and I was like I have to see if this guy really t-. and and of course he does that's like, great so. he's great. Yeah, pretty legit. Two picks here, Zach. Okay. Yeah, you got anything on your list? That's the problem. I do. I've got several things. Um, God, it's uh, this was a this was a bit of a tough category for me. Oh man, I got a lot. 
I just can't wait to figure out if Scotch thinks that I'm team one or if he thinks that I'm team three right now. Like So so what's tough for me is I want to go Zodiac next, but I don't know if I go Robert Downey Jr. I, I think I gotta go Robert Downey Jr. because I guess Graysmith isn't really a journalist. He's just a cartoonist that, that happens that, that's to be like, kind of caught what up I in it. That's what I on in my list. Like I wanted to choose Graysmith. I like, was gonna go Graysmith if I was. Wow, but I don't think he's technically. I think just like uh, he's a cartoonist, but he Capote, starts doing all like the investigation, but right? But I don't think write he writes about stuff. it. I think he's giving his stuff to Downey, and Downey's the one that's actually that actually writes anything. So I'm gonna go Paul Avery, Robert Downey Jr. in Zodiac. With that pick. And then with my fourth pick, I'm going to take the correct pick from uh, Almost Famous, and I'm going to go Lester Bangs, Phil Seymour Hoffman. I thought hard about Lester Bangs as over William, and I just couldn't do it. But that's a great pick. I mean, they both I love William, him. but I was going to try and go for a whole Philip Seymour Hoffman team, but it fell apart. <laughs> it fell apart after Capote. Oh, man. I love how you always try themes. That's, that's my favorite <laughs> thing about your drafting style. Is that you, got, you, you try to bring in a theme, and, it, and it's so beautiful. And it rarely works out. <laughs> All right, Nick. You're, uh, Nate, your second to last pick here. Scott, Scott's oh, friend that says... Uh, I'm listening to the draft right now. Zach just picks his fourth directional school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, damn, this is really tough. I, I think continuing just right up the middle. I mean, okay. it's wide open for you, brother. It really is. I mean, there's a lot here to pick. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. I, this is not one of my personal favorites. I had, didn't see this until fairly recently. But, I mean, it's, you know, arguably the most iconic television news movie. Um, what? And it's, I mean, Anchorman, of course, is one of them. Okay. But I think that, like, his, you know, in terms of being sort of in the long-term lexicon, broadcast news. Okay. And Albert Brooks' character in that. Fuck you. So that's like, oh. that's 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 that one is just, just missed me by just a bit. Like I'd never so seen I, it. People talk about it. And I, I, just, I was the same, oh, and I had it on my list, and I, and I finally put it down. Okay, I finally watched it, okay. and I and I thought it was good. Like I didn't love it. There were things I really liked about it. So like, it's a it's an interesting movie that does not give you the wrap up you want at all. No, it, oh, not it, at it, all. It kind of punches you and it punches you right in the dick. Like, yeah, it's not a. And, and, and kind of in a weird, uncomfortable, like, but not that uncomfortable. It's like you just you really feel unsettled in some Yeah, you, you want it to kind of, like, at least choose a side and kind of stick with it. And it just. And it kind of just blows it all up. And you're like, well, fuck. But, well, but, not fuck. In a, but, but in kind of, like, it blows it up, but not in a very theatrical way. It's kind right. of, like, in a very mundane, doesn't give you what you want, but it's good, but it's bad. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a great kind of uncomfortable. It's a, it's a good movie. That's why I dug it, for sure. But, but, it's, but it's, it's not. It's not typical, I think, of the era, and it's it's different. And I, so, so I didn't love it, but I liked it. Okay. God damn it! You stole one of my last picks, so that pisses me off. But you're welcome. That's okay. We've got other places to go, and the first one we're going to go. And you know what? Maybe you're not giving everybody the uh, the blood and guts and the gore, but probably the most important person on on any morning newscast is going to be the the weatherman. And that weatherman, Phil Connors. No, that was my. I was gonna. I thought I was gonna sneak into Phil Connors. You from, still one from me. I still one from you. Phil Connors from what? I, I, so this is again Groundhog Day. Groundhog oh, I love that pick. Okay, so you know why I didn't? Bill I, Murray. I'm, I'm really upset right now. So earlier I was brainstorming, um, and I that one I came to that one. And I was so psyched, and I 
and I didn't write it down. And so well, to be I, fair, I might have taken that third. Or to be fair, he's not second. a journalist. It's not like he's researching. You know what I mean? He's just well, talking he's about journalist. the weather. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's every bit as journalist as Ron Burgundy. Yeah, you didn't like that pick either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think that that's a, a really great pick that I would have picked earlier if I had it on my list. I'm an idiot. So all right, well. Now it's time to go for uh, the sentimental favorite down here at the bottom. Um, you know, when you're young and not very liked, sometimes you might uh, uh, take the story that nobody else would, is willing to take, and and you're going to do some some shit and go through some shit that you probably shouldn't put yourself through. But you know, our girl Drew Barrymore, she does the dirty work and she goes Shut to the high school. Fuck up. Josie you are doing Geller. it. Right. Is that two in a row? Oh, is so- I saved it for my last pick, <laughs> Josie Grossy, bro. Are you fucking kidding so me? Mad, I was like, there's no way they're going to pick Josie Grossy, dude. She's the greatest reporter of all time. I can see all your sunglasses. I'm mad no, right <laughs> Zach is legitimately hot right now. He's like actually pretty mad. I've literally done- He's just mad because now he has to go research something else. I've literally <laughs> talked about Never Been Kissed a thousand times. A hundred percent. my favorite, I, most uncomfortable movie that has oh, ever been made. A hundred percent. And there's so many ethical problems with the, the journalism oh, as far God. as- the way she uh, <laughs> uh, behaves and what she I has to go through. I can't believe you picked that. That's but fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, uh, that's a it's a, it's a wild news story to try to pick up on what the high school kids are into, and and she goes underground way too deep. And yeah, there's a lot of problems with that movie, but yeah, Jesse Grossy, that's my pick. Fuck. All right, great pick, dude. Here's one. I hate you so much. There's two that I'm debating. One I think is more widely recognized, but but not for not for his journalism. The other is also not remembered so much as a journalist, but in fact, like he's the main character of the whole movie and the journalism is important. I'm going with Erwin Fletcher from Fletch. <laughs> Again, just missed me, dude. Never seen it. <laughs> so Fletch and Fletch lives like some of the Fletch series with. Um, is he a PI? I thought he was like a private investigator. No, he's an LA Times reporter. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, and. Uh, it's just it, it's it, those movies were so funny at the time i don't think they hold up that well i watched it not too long ago and i was just like this is not funny i no, really struggle I, I don't think they hold up well at all but the, the fletch character is like yeah so chase on coke just doing things wild and crazy. making some he always has great one-liners i mean there's tons of good one one-liners yeah. but just the movie themselves no i i don't think the whole movies hold up that well but but fletch the character is so memorable i mean he had you know he's a reporter that headlines several movies as that character so. and you know it's age appropriate for our uh our judge scotch batch uh, scotch oh, scotch is it? Batch. scotch batch scotch batch <laughs> scotch batch what do you like fletch scotch batch <laughs> is, is it is it i didn't even think about that i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you didn't number okay, two. So there you go. All right, Zach, have I'm you had time to uh, no, find your your, I don't your have time. new? And I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> just been getting yoink, <laughs> you, yoink. You just getting jacked. <laughs> I have a pick, jacked. but it's just it's just not. It's gonna lose me the draft. I've probably already lost the draft, so it's fine. It's fine, guys. Take April O'Neil from one of the other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many right now. I'll give you one if you want it. Do you need one? Do you need me to? Do you need me to pick for you? Oh, I have one. I have a good one, dude. Oh, this isn't the YouTube just, assist. This just is just the uh, the uh, <laughs> co-drafter assist. God damn it! I'm, All right, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite actresses, and I love this movie. And I brought it up at Fourth of July and got shit on by everybody in the room. 
We're going to go with Kate Winslet from The Life of David Gale, Bitsy Bloom, oh. as uh, the reporter that is r- reporting on uh, <laughs> our topically topical Kevin Spacey uh, for the Spotlight Pod. Uh, and uh, we're actor pedophiles. Yep, exactly. So that's going to be my pick. I love that movie. So, so wait, it was who shit on, on you about that movie? I love that movie. Oh, I've never seen it, but the I, entire I, I saw table it. was like, fuck who? that movie. Who? I hate that movie. Uh, our our old friend Nick. Uh, uh, who else was even there? I'm pretty sure Seth Andy didn't or... like it. Seth didn't like it. Yeah, dude, Amanda didn't like it. No one oh, liked it. I love it. that movie. I thought it was great. Oh, dude, I'm I'm not with them. I'm I'm not. I think, a... the, I think the hatred for I thought you were there for, for that. I was day, not but there I, for that. I think that the hatred for it was stemming mostly from the Spacey uh, adjacentness of it. But yeah. Oh, I do kind of remember the conversation about Spacey, but I I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I guess it's. I mean. I'm not trying to like throw Spacey any business or anything, but just simply the fact that I saw a movie once that he was in that I liked. I guess I'm. Yeah. Not, am I no, supposed I to apologize I mean, for that? I'm I mean, not sure. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he's a, he, he's a good actor, right? Like he's a t- terrible human being, terrible human being, great actor. And I'm not like you know, I, I'm happy to like you know, pirate his stuff now. So, so I guess he doesn't get any money for it. So I guess my thing with him is that I'm not going to see any new movies that he's in. But I'm not going to all of a sudden hate movies that I enjoyed that he was in previously. I guess I'm not even so sure that like, I mean, I, I, it's an interesting question, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe someone can tell us. I'm, I'm not even like trying to be anti-cancel about this per se. I'm just, I don't know what, I, I don't even know how to think about the logic exactly. Like, I get it that there are, there are people that like I won't, I won't engage, I guess, because I, I, you know, their stuff because I don't like them. But is the idea that like you're a bad person if you would watch a movie from someone who was like bad? I think they're they're acting right. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like well, here's an example. I saw uh, when we had Robbie on uh, uh, from American Zotrope, and he was talk- We were talking a little bit about about uh, possibly the new movie coming out, Megalopolis. Megalopolis, which Robbie is going to be one of the editors on. That's what we. That's out of boy, that's, Robbie. That's the word way to way to do that good shit, Robbie. You heard it here. Um, but <laughs> I know that John Voigt is on the cast list and I know I was, I saw some article about it in one of the entertainment news sites or whatever. And they were like, Oh, John Voigt, Oh, John Voigt, John Voigt. And it's just basically because of his connection to, to, uh, Trumpism and, and he's Trump adjacent. So it's if like, we're going to start canceling people for being conservatives, we're going to have a fucking rough time doing anything. Right. And so that's, I was just like, it was just interesting to me that like, even at that point, like they're trying to like, Oh, it's, Oh man, I don't know if I'll see John Voya in it. It's like, I'm all for canceling know. people, by the way. I, I think we should cancel more people, uh, <laughs> especially if you are, like, doing weird shit to kids or freaking, you know, uncomfortable stuff to underage boys or whatever space he's doing. I don't even know what he's doing, but uh, I, I'm all for canceling oh, yeah, him. And I, and I should don't be think super should... clear. Like, I'm, yeah, whatever cancel. I mean, like, I'm all for whatever consequences Spacey has Exactly. I, I guess what I, I – and so my question is simply, like, I guess I'm asking two questions. One, if purely from an ethical standpoint, like, or if, if I wanted to sort of be, have some, I mean, I don't know whose principles we're following. If I wanted to take a principled stance 
what's the logic of me? You know, am I supposed to not ever watch one of his movies again, even if it shows up for free in front of me? I think there's people that think that that is the way to go. And I, and I don't even want to argue with those people. I'm just saying that I'll still watch American Beauty and yeah. enjoy the movie and not think about the whole time. Like, oh, my God, I hate this guy. But so like much. you're He's saying, but, but you're like, I want you. You would not see a new movie. Can no, you? probably not. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to see it. I mean, and I don't think he's going to be in Even a position. Even if you were like, this is great. Everyone says this is great. Like, I'm not going to go see it. I, well, in that case, my, my, my curiosity might trump my fucking morality, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't, again, like I, I'm genuinely, I'm not even like really grousing at it so much. So I just, I, it's a cure. It's a kind of. It, it seems complicated, right? right. It's, it's like, a complicated issue for sure. You know, and, and I think sometimes people want to pretend, either pretend it's over, it's simpler than it is because it fits their agenda, or they want to pretend it's simpler than it is because they don't really want to talk about the complexity of it. So the question is, would you watch an episode of Bill Cosby, of the Bill Cosby show? Mm, that's a good question. Or if Bill Cosby got out of jail and had a new show coming out, would you watch it? So, so I probably I, wouldn't watch his new show unless it was to shit on it. And I would definitely watch old episodes of the Cosby show if you could find him anywhere. Uh, <laughs> he's a terrible, terrible piece of shit. But man, that show was great. At least it was for me when I was a kid, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I so I think, I think I might not watch it, a new Cosby thing because I probably would be so distracted by the fact that, like, I was like, I, this guy is such a dirtbag. I can't suspend disbelief and watch him as an actor. And maybe that would be true of Spacey now. Like, yeah. you know, maybe new things and that I'm not familiar with, like introducing to me to new characters would be harder. And I, and I admit there's one that he's in um, from the mid-90s that I'm, is escaping me at the time, Shark Shark tank or shark infested or something that i'd never heard of but he's in and someone recommended it the space he's in from the mid 90s and uh and i and i kind of like had it on put it on my list and then i was kind of like i don't know if i want to go back to it maybe it is a spacey thing so part of it's that and i guess i do get it like if me watching was like actually gonna like endorse him and make him you know make him money or something something, maybe i'd be like yeah i mean i guess it's just you have to ask yourself like are you still gonna dance to remix to ignition or are you just done with r kelly now you know what i mean like i'm still gonna i'm gonna but my body i'm saying that that, (laughs) the day they announced the day they announced his sentence uh it it came on remix to ignition on a playlist of mine and I was just like were you like I gotta take this off the playlist <laughs> I was thinking about I was like god damn this is a jam though it is a jam oh. and then you just had to pee <laughs> <laughs> and you forgot all about it there was a fake I sent a I sent a text to the guys today that ended up being something that wasn't real which, which I try not to do but I was just so <laughs> floored by it I was so excited that I sent it out and Brad's always my fact checker and he's like this shit ain't, this shit ain't real it was fake and then I saw another story immediately after that that I wanted to send to and it was like a story about uh, R. Kelly breaking out of prison like this big this big story about like him breaking out of prison and I was like oh my god R. Kelly broke out of prison and then I had to do some research before I sent it because I didn't want to do it twice in one day and it ended up being another fake story <laughs> but Dude, they did I'm, a, they I'm, did I'm a, a remix. Vicious, I, I viciously uh, fact checked the uh, the mayor of Stock, the former mayor of Stockton. He he posted a thing. It was about the oh they're going to be using dogs to sniff out abortions like in in airports and like some yeah that's that's not how that works. And I was like <laughs> that was like some some comedian type dude posted that stuff. But this guy was retweeting like oh my god look where we're going. And I was like yeah it, it's not 
actually that. <laughs> Brad's the master. We'll leave you with he, this. Brad's one of the best. I was say Brad's better at the internet than almost anyone I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> Brad said, Brad said, I don't know if this is real, and I was like, Oh, well, I'm not even gonna say anything because I know he's gonna fact check the <laughs> fuck out of it. He spent the next 20 minutes, whatever he was doing, fact checking my. Drop everything. Zach just sent a meme. <laughs> I got. I got to figure this out. All right. So uh, it's the remix. Oh, we didn't talk about. We, we didn't talk about uh, breaking Ren. fresh out. Oh, of we prison. did talk about Oscars. All right, let's throw them out quick. That'd be a nice little remix of the remix. Oh, dude, there's like a guy wrote a whole song about it. It's fucking great. All right, so some, I can't take credit for that. Some old ones: Bernstein from from uh, All the President's Men. Yep. Um, Apparently, Citizen Kane, a movie I've never seen, has a reporter in it. Yeah, who knows? a lot of people saying that. Henry Hackett from the Paper, which I don't know much about. Howard Beale from Network. Yeah, Sit- that, that's the word. Uh, I'm I'm. Uh, and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's right. Yeah. Sidney Schomburg from The Killing Fields, which I haven't seen, but supposedly. Right. I, I put The Killing Fields on my list, not to draft it just because I've seen it. But, I mean, supposedly that's a movie that just will. Zach, I'm surprised you haven't seen that because it's one of those you will feel terrible after you watch it. It's about is, it, is it a true Khmer story? Rouge uh, uh, in Cambodia. And, yeah, that's yeah, why I've never seen brutal, it. Yeah. It sounds terrible. Zodiac's um, really the only true story that I actually enjoy because it's they're not quite sure what really happened. Uh, I I hate like I like I hate I hate. Anyways, we, we'll talk. We already talked about it on the Spotlight Pod. <laughs> um, a, a couple of my favorites: uh, Fear of a Black Hat. Nina Blackburn. She's the one that interviews all the all the guys in Fear of a Black Hat. Shout out to Mark Christopher Lawrence, old guest on our, on our pod. What about uh, Michael, the guy who is the reporter in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? You guys yeah. read those books or seen that movie? Oh yeah, killer shit. The, I the, love those the Dutch books or, and movies. We yeah, stayed we stayed away Swedish. from Denzel too. Uh, Gray Gaith, uh, Grantham, uh, and Pelican Brief. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh damn, Pelican Brief. Love I that, like movie. that movie. Yeah. Um, so Clark Kent as Superman. There's Clark Kent and the Superman's Christopher Reeve. I mean, he's a reporter and all those, and man, I mean, he's well, pretty Lo- like Lois Lane. I, I like, I saw a list that had her on there. I was like, she's the worst reporter ever because she never figured out that fucking Clark Kent was Superman. So, so I have a, I have a rebuttal to that. So the other day, the other day, I saw this deal where it was like, some guy was like on oh, Twitter. I saw this too. He was like, I saw Zoe Deschanel without bangs, and, and now no, I understand. And no, and no glasses. Yeah, and I now I understand why yeah. people didn't recognize she, she Superman and Clark like Kent, her. dude. You take those bangs and the glasses off of Zoe Deschanel, it looks cannot. like a completely different person. Cannot. Absolutely. Wild. I think it was just a weird angle or something like, I don't know. I no, don't bro. necessarily agree. It so, was crazy. So my sneaky pick was Robin Williams from Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, radio, he's radio journalist, radio kind of. Yeah. He's more DJ, but. Yeah, maybe. That's um, a loose, loose definition. Nate, I was surprised you didn't take Annie Reed, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, Meg Ryan for you. one. Damn. Uh, I think Amy Schumer is a in Trainwreck is a writer. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, what about uh, the chick from the chick from uh, from the show in Sex in the City? Oh, that's, I guess that's a. T- I guess they've had some, they've had some movies, but whatever. But uh, Andy Anderson, the uh, Kate Hudson, uh, How to Lose a Guy. Oh, in 10 damn, days. that's another good one. I Nate, I, what I, you, I really miss the Roman your wrong, wheelhouse, um, brother. Yeah, my bad. Um, Megan Kelly is portrayed by uh, Char- Char- Charlize Theron in Bombshell. Oh yeah, and dude, it's incredible. Like you, you think it's Megan Kelly, and, and it's actually a pretty good movie. I'll uh, say my favorite portrayal of a of a reporter, and it actually kind of speaks to our times today, is that uh, in the movie Airplane, <laughs> they have like this counterpoint show that it's like the the, the whole plane situation's going on, 
and they had this counterpoint show. And the one guy sitting there, he's like, they knew what they were getting into. And he turns to the camera, he goes, I say, let them crash. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about the but it's just, it's talking about the whole like divisive, uh, uh, the counterpoint shows where it's like, they're going to, you might take the most alternate obscene position just because you're yelling at somebody else in the news, which is uh, what we get off on today. The only other one I got on my list is uh, is my wife's favorite actor, Tobey Maguire in uh, Spider Man. He is a uh, reporter for the yeah. or whatever the Spider Man newspaper Isn't he is. A con- like a, 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 he's like a photographer. Photographer. He's a um, telejournalist, telephoto <laughs> journalist, or some shit. I'm surprised, considering that uh, our first pick was from Anchorman, that nobody Veronica Corningstone. I went for Veronica. I thought I that was I was debating that late. She's also legit. She's she, actually more of a journalist than, than she has. Oh, 100% more. 100%. Uh Kate Blanchett's character in Don't Look Up. Ooh. I like that Super movie. Super interesting, yeah. William Hurt is the other pick from Broadcast News and arguably yeah. maybe could have been the better one. I don't know. No, 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 no. I think 100% it's Aaron Altman for sure because he's the actual like journalist. that It's kind of like Ron Burgundy versus Veronica Corningstone. He's the one working hard, busting his ass, and the other dude just gets off on being like, I'm good looking and I have a yeah. good voice. Harry, the, the reporter in the Harry Potter movies? Oh, what is her name? Rita um, Skeeter. Rita, Rita Skeeter, yeah. My kids uh, are she's terrible. So, so yeah, she's uh, I hate her. Hayden, Hayden Christensen's character in Shattered Glass. Never seen it. It's actually pretty good. It's based on the guy that made up a bunch of shit, I think, for the New Republic. Tina Fey and Whiskey Tango Foxtrot as a war reporter. David Frost and Frost Nixon's pretty good. Yeah. Edward R. Murrow in Good Night and Good Luck. Um, and Lowell Bergman in The Insider. What about the kid that uh, interviews Jason Siegel in the David Foster Wallace movie? Uh, oh, uh, it's Jesse it's Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Uh, Eisenberg, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Just it, thought of that one off the, uh, off the well, dome. Oh, and uh, Definitely Maybe wasn't... No, not definitely. Yeah, definitely maybe. Wasn't one of them a reporter, one of his girls? Yeah, she's the one that blows up the... It's. A, oh, yeah. It's she a, blows up the story, and she, the, like, she pisses uh-huh. him off. The brunette, yeah. 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 It's Rachel Weiss is the actress. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's a good one. Uh, so that's that's our also, also rans. Okay, so we are now going to go grab scotch. So last week we had our buddy Justin on, um, and uh, he was here talking about his early Catholicism. And so we His thought experience it would be as a of, former altar boy. And so and, and so we thought we might stick scotch in the confessional, but what we didn't tell him is that Justin is is on the other side, not the priest. So we're going to bring uh, scotch out here to judge and find out what kind of stu- weird stuff he Yeah, we were hoping yeah. Justin would offer all sorts of like penance. And he, like, he may be doing a lot of we're lot gonna of Hail Marys. What we're going to do is we're just going to have Scott give a confessional and then we're going to have the Justin come out and tell us all the shit that he said. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. How about that? All right, we'll be back with uh, some uh, judging. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. California has the largest population in the United States and the site of some of the most famous true crime cases in history. But there's more than meets the eye to the crime in California. Join Sean, Jessica, and Charles on the California True Crime Podcast 
as they cover crime both infamous and overlooked from around our state, while looking at the deeper history that goes beyond beaches and movie stars. All right, we're back, and Scotch back is just—he's uh, looking a little bit like relieved, um, but he just came out of the confessional, like a weight off your shoulders or something. Here, how did uh, how did Father Justin take your uh, take your confession? It feels good to to admit a lot of these things that I've. Been <laughs> God always talks in this crazy. <laughs> Your like uncomfortable voice is my favorite shit uh, on the planet. Oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, um, I've I've seen some things and done some things. <laughs> I can't tell you about them, but I, I told Justin about them. Just, he would, Justin won't say anything to anyone. He, he was sure. he was texting us he, from the booth. <laughs> Wait, so, that's confidential. Yeah. No, don't, don't look not, at his... He's not ordained anything. So, so, so when you, you tweeted that shit, so, so when you were on the tractor and you saw the raccoon, <laughs> is that that true? That what you did next? What made you want to fuck it, <laughs> guys? This is this impure is private. Th- impure thoughts are not a sin unless you. Well, no way. That Justin didn't say. He said that you had to do hell marys, didn't he? I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> okay. I was fine before. Now it's getting weird. All right. So uh, we, we put you on for some results. Uh, we sent you our draft. Before we do that, though, before we get into that, so um, we uh, just a few weeks ago, a good friend of ours, who, Matt, who is the who headlines, who is the uh, lead singer for Andrew's band? Andrew for Brad's brother's <laughs> band. Oh yeah, yeah. Who Scott? Scott also happens to be in Brad's brother's band. Uh, Matt lost his dad, Monty, um, who who was a long, like a long time fixture in our community, um, and uh, like went to high school here, raised his family here, was a community volunteer, um, and uh, as Matt told it, rented a lot of movies at Bev's Video Kingdom. And uh, so I was talking to Matt the other day, and, and he was just talking about how much Monty loved movies and was, like, always quick with the movie line and stuff. And My, and, my dad's a good friend of, with him, and, and they, they share movie recommendations to each other they, all the time. And, and that was they, like, they love talking movies with each other. And, and, the, and they shared some of my favorites, like the, the, the best of times and that, that stuff. So definitely some good classics they, in, in, their, in, the, in their wheelhouse. They were, like— Honestly, with some of the first people I knew with like a big screen, like the the rear projection. Yeah. Or actually, it was like I think it was the, the front, front projection. Yeah. 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 And the like, red, the green, and the, yeah, yeah, the blue yeah. light. Yeah. You need fourteen yeah. people to pick it up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they had this this big screen TV, and they're the first ones that like I remember like had all these movies and and always had a movie quote and he, throughout the whole life. Like so, I, when I moved back here um, about twelve years ago, I bought a house. And renovated it and put and put in a kitchen and and you know they have a cabinet shop and 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 you know they 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 just make amazing um, cabinets and they, they just do, do really like solid work like they 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 always said you're going to get quality and you know wood and we're not we're not going to make we're not going to cheap out on any of this shit it's going to be done right and so every time I walk into my kitchen I know that I, I see a piece of Monty because he's the one that came over. 
and kind of told me what we're going to do and, and talked to me about this and that, whatever. And the whole time we we're sitting there talking, he'd like throw out a, a movie quote, <laughs> or, or, or crack a joke. Every time I was I was around that guy, he would always find a way to to get some sort of reference, movie reference or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, he 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 loved his films and and yeah, he's just a he was a great guy and and definitely going to miss him. Yeah. Our well, thoughts are for sure with Matt and yeah. his family. So sorry, yeah, we 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 we're, we're thinking about the Browns and and the all the extended family and loved ones <clears throat> and friends that are definitely f- still feeling the loss. And uh, you know, love y'all. Monty, I hope you're up there uh wherever you are watching uh watching the movie uh with your feet up and laughing so mm-hmm. and hopefully it's better than best of times <laughs> no uh, <laughs> definitely watching best of times all right so um so so scott give us your give us your how did you judge this what's your what's your what, what were your criteria for the reporter's draft yeah so I, I was a little nervous going into this one you know the last draft um that you know just dropped this week as we're recording this um was SNL alumni, and that was in my wheelhouse. And so I was a little nervous going into this one, going, because I was, you know, I did a little bit of research and I was like, fuck, I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that fucking movie. I haven't seen that. Because it's just, this isn't my type of film in general. When, when, well, when you Google best reporters in film, then you start to see all these movies that are just kind of a genre that you're not really into. And so I was sitting there going, I really hope these guys think outside the box a little bit kind of get into some other films that aren't necessarily journalism films, which is the list that you look for or that when you do a search, you find journalism films. Did we let you down? You guys did great. <laughs> okay, good. You guys okay. made it so easy for me, which was, was huge. I, 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 you guys all get one bonus point for that. So nice work. Great. Perfect. <laughs> I didn't so, get shut out. This <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was just trying to figure out, um, because because going into it, I wasn't sure if I was going to need a little bit of help, um, because I I was afraid I'm sitting around fucking YouTube for, you know, half an hour trying to you know catch up on a lot of these films. So what I did is basically I have my my just general oh yeah factor. Um, oh yeah, thank you, Scotch. And then <laughs> uh, something I came up with was uh, scoop me, you know. So if you guys came up with a, a, something that I didn't even think of. You got the scoop. Scooped you. Yeah, he scooped Nice. You. And so uh, topically topical. And so I got you some bonus points if I was like, holy shit. And there was definitely a few holy shits in there that I was like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Um, then my other category was like, I found a second source. Because oh, I, I like it. So basically what I did was I, it, it's, it's kind of a combination YouTube assist, but also I found this website. So some like... I was like Dutch, like journalist guy who asked all his Twitter followers to tell him the best journalism movies. Huh. And so I used that with the YouTube assist to give some bonus points on movies I didn't know. Okay. okay. All right. So I found a second source. I found a second source. You could also call that the deep throat category, but I'm just throwing things out there. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, that's better. I like that a lot. We um, talked about that category in the confessional. So then, then I just after that, I just kind of threw some extra bonus points in there on if I thought you reached or you know picked it too early, if you reached or or got it in the right round or stole it. So that's kind of what I did. All right. So first thing I like to do is tell the scores. Ooh. So I have one. Okay. What else? Forty-three. Ooh. Forty-one. Ooh. 
27. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> now, is this, is this one of those deals where it's like golf, like 27 killed it? Yeah, lowest score definitely wins. <laughs> you did say 43, 41, 27, so yeah, maybe, this, maybe that's the... This is not my brother's draft. No. All right. Um, <laughs> did you have any uh, anything that was not picked that you had on your mind? There was a few, absolutely. Um, Clark Kent. Like we talked Superman. about that. I thought hard about that one and never, never I, pulled the trigger. I never read any of his stuff, so I don't know if he was any good or not. But And I'm okay. talking the original Clark Kent, Christopher Reeves, yeah, that's Superman. The one. Um, just not a great character, um, just a very aloof. The whole Clark Kent, first of all, that character is just kind of weird. Like he throws on glasses, you don't recognize them, but whatever. <laughs> but it's still a very memorable. And the, the key is it's memorable, right? Right, yeah. This was not best reporter because some of the lists I saw where they, they said, well, did they actually get the story right. and all this shit? I'm like, no, fuck no. that. Is it memorable? Yeah. And so um, the Clark Kent is definitely from my childhood and, and important. I would have been happy with any of the Anchorman picks, um, Veronica Corningstone or Brian Fantana. Oh, yeah. Cause, mostly because of Panda Watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I can understand why, you know, Ron Burgundy made the list and they didn't. Um Richard Thor- Thornburg from Die Hard. Oh, damn. That's yeah. a good one. The guy that goes to the mom's house? Yes. Yeah. Or the, <laughs> he is a piece of shit. Piece and he's of shit. memorable, though. Very memorable. Really memorable. How did you miss him? That's, that was wow. a huge miss to me. That's a miss. Yeah. Yeah, he exposes the whole thing. So memorable. <laughs> yeah. Forgot um, all about him. <laughs> Come on, Scott. Oh, <laughs> uh, some other ones. Vicky Vale, Batman. Uh, oh. Yeah. Vicky Vale. She was on my list. She uh, screams too much. Sue, Sue Charlton, uh, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, oh God damn, that would have been a good, good one. one. Mm-hmm. And she had the, the piece of shit guy that gets killed in, in number two that he was like the more like crazy reporter. I don't think I He's the one that he, he like basically like they're on some like thing and, and she leaves and he's like, you got to take this the, 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 the pictures back. And then he ends oh, up okay. getting killed. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long uh, time. I love Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> That's what I hear. Um, Number two is my favorite yeah. by far. How about Peter Parker, man? I brought it up you and got shit on. Photojournalist. Really? Photojournalist. <laughs> okay. Um, Actually, he's more a photographer. I don't think they call I, him a photojournalist. They call him a photographer. I was trying to say photojournalist. I think I called him a telejournalist Ma- <laughs> earlier. Max Mercy from The Natural. Robert, Ooh, Robert Duvall. Bad one. Okay. Right. See, I saw on one list they they included uh, uh, like a sports announcer. They included uh, from um, Major League. Bob Uecker. Uh, Bob Uecker. Uh, well, that, yeah, that, that's an announcer. Yeah, but Max, like, Max Mercy was a reporter. He was a writer. Sports reporter. He's a writer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one, I was actually surprised that um, Zach didn't pick was uh, Wayne Gale from Natural Born Killers. Oh, oh Robert, fucking De Niro. Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> De Niro. De Niro. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Wrong name. Just, you know. RDJ. It's a little yeah. off. Um, so, yeah. No, the, that's a good one. So Those are some of the ones I thought of. He has to take one for the team at the end. That's right. Uh, I would okay. say there was, there's one I didn't mention either. is uh, Cinderella Man. They have a, a guy that's like... Uh, uh, th- that reports on him. It's kind of a dick to Cinderella Man the entire time. And he's he's pretty good. Sounds memorable. What's, what was his character name? <laughs> the guy that have guy you seen who, Sporty, have Sporty you Lewis? Seen Sporty Lewis. Who's the, who's the actor? Dude, the actor that played Sporty Lewis. Yeah. I don't remember. Very memorable. It's like one that I <laughs> shit watched very begrudgingly. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be terrible, and I was like, I remembered his name, Sporty Lewis. All right, okay, let's do this. So, 
Third place with a whopping twenty-seven points. Wow, Jesus! This is this is I, we we just have to say. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be one of us, and somebody just shit the bed really bad. I mean, it's messy, and, so, and they're cleaning it up on their own. <laughs> there's always fingers, can I make fingers are being pointed? Can I make you. a prediction? <laughs> sure. I predict that it is not my team, but it is the team that stole all of the picks that I was going to pick, and it would have been my team. So that's my oh, prediction. Let's we find out. That would be really, awesome. I really love that pick, yeah. pick prediction. So, so you're saying that the team that stole your picks is going to win the draft? No, it's going to no, be he's gonna get he's last gonna place. actually get last place. Because there was a person in the draft that, like, every oh. time I every at every turn, I was like, oh my god, dude, I, I just was going to pick that. You know what I mean? Like, I even had it pulled up on my phone. You know what I mean? Interesting. That's actually... That's that's really so I want to that's pretty good. <laughs> Team three. No, it was that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Team three yeah. included Raul Duke, a fear and loathing Las Vegas. Okay, that's undeniable. April O'Neill, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the nineen ninety OG version. Yeah. Paul Avery Zodiac. Yep. That's Robert Downey Jr.'s character, or Robert Geno if you're in a different universe. <laughs> um Lester Bangs, almost famous. Almost famous. And Bitsy Bloom from the life of David Gale. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun theory. Now, if I had had Drew Barrymore from Never Been Kissed, would that have helped or hurt my team? Because I was so upset when that got taken away from my team. It would have helped a lot. Jesus Christ. Number, your number two pick was wild and amazing, and I loved it. Oh, but it was yeah. just a little bit of a stretch. It was, April, bro. It was crazy. So, yeah. She's the first thing I think of when I think of a reporter. I didn't even think of Hunter first. Uh, I know the rap, okay. man. I know the rap from that song. April O'Neil is up on this case. You better hurry up. There's no time to waste. <laughs> so we're talking about the, the, the 1990 live action. The, yes. The, okay, right. One where Raphael yells, who, who's, damn. Who's, who's, yeah. the, who's the actress damn. who plays her? I yeah. forgot her name already. Something. Very memorable. Beautiful okay. chin. <laughs> beautiful chin, beautiful hair. Very memorable. I couldn't even picture her in my brain. So uh, Really? No. Because you were like 25 when that movie Dude, came I love out. Dude, I love the Ninja Turtles. Really? Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you hate I April O'Neil? I saw that thing in the theater for sure, like yeah. day one or two or something. I didn't. Dude. I wouldn't say go that far, but I love the Ninja Turtles. That anyway. Was, it was um, so gritty, bro. Dude, yeah. some people had the uh, the van, like the toy van, and it actually like shot little motorized, like had a little motor and shoot pizzas out. P- picking her in the second legit. round is just insane. It me. wasn't shooting pizzas. Yes, it was shooting so, manhole covers. Was not, it manhole covers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm not saying you shouldn't, have picked, you shouldn't have picked her at all, but... The second round is just absolutely just insane. I was a little taken <laughs> off guard. Um, the Fear and Loathing, great. That's a great pick. Thank you. Um, uh, Paul Avery and Zodiac is, is a good pick. Um, actually, in that round, it was just as good as the other two. Lester Bangs, Love, almost famous. That okay. I really like that pick a lot, too. Bitsy Bloom, Life of David Gale. So I Googled it. Oh, you've never seen I, it? Fuck no. Oh, um, bro. <laughs> And and so I, I couldn't even find a clip with Bitsy Bloom to get an idea of who she was. You got homework. I, well, and, I and she, well the one clip that came up was in literally, it was the German version of, of the movie. How <laughs> <laughs> memorable. And so um, it, you lost a few that's, points. That's a toughie, buddy. Damn. <laughs> that's tough. I was trying to get some female representation up in this draft, and it uh, looks like that. it got me 27 points. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Good work, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so the, now the final two. It, it, it was very close as the score projects. Um, I think I know who's who. 41 points. Team two. 
That would be. Wow. That is not where I thought, I thought it was going. William Miller, almost to. famous. Bob Woodward, all the president's men. Michael Resendez, Spotlight. Aaron Altman, Broadcast News. And Erwin Fletcher from Fletch. I lost it in the third Damn, floor. All that tells me is that Josie Grossi was a huge pick. Because Your picks were delicious, man. God, they worked damn. so well. I'm glad I put them to good use. My fucking Toby, Toby <laughs> McGuire lookalike guy. What's his name? The fucking guy from Nightcrawler. Yeah, I I thought that was your Joel team Hall, at first. Jake. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was because Brad took all my picks. I swear to God. So I, I was, you know, I go through and I try to be, you know, I, I don't want to play favorites at all. But as I'm going through, I'm like, all right, that's Zach. That's whatever. But I was totally. I had no clue on this one because oh. I swear I thought April O'Neil was a Brad pick. For wait, some wait, wait till you listen to the pod because we, we talk about wait. it. I, we talked about it. I love it. it. And then, uh, and Lewis Bloom was a straight up Zach pick, 100%. Damn. But then the Paul Avery Zodiac pick was also a Zach pick. So then I was really confused. Um, I still Lewis Bloom straight off his phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had it on his phone, and I pick it, and I was like, I was like, Zach, you're not gonna like this pick because I feel like I feel like it's something you're gonna want. And he's like, my phone lock, <laughs> which is so funny because I literally like three months ago watched that movie for the first time. Yeah, I like very on. recently. I made okay. you watch. Yeah. So That's a good one. So let's talk about Team Two. Uh, give it the, the respect it, it's due, and and why I'm wrong according to <laughs> Nate. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll say Nate. Nate went chalk. He went very much like the the reporters. So, reporters like I did. Oh, yeah. And and I uh, okay. Let's let's hear your take, and then I'll tell you why I lost this because I, I know. So William Miller, you know I love that movie. I, I love Almost Famous. His acting is not good, and I know, but it's remember it's memorable. Fugit, and the most memorable thing of that movie isn't necessarily him. To me, it's it's Kate Hudson, it's Billy Crudup, and you know, so as much as I love that pick, um, it wasn't as good as Ron Burgundy, just for memorable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's what lost in the first round. I've never seen all the presidents men. Oh, so yeah, we didn't we didn't we didn't even talk about Billy Crudup being in 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 this movie like uh, uh, oh in Spotlight yeah. Spotlight yeah um so but. That didn't hurt you, but the fact that I haven't seen it because because that movie was the top of every list that I yep. happened to look up. It's considered the greatest film about journalism. Period. No question. No I think question. Nate literally said that. And I need and I need to see it. And, yeah. And that's and I love Robert Redford. And if you like Spotlight, it's very on. It's really like in right. that vein. And and the minute I I saw the name, I knew exactly who it was. That's very memorable. So that was that did not hurt you at one bit. Okay. Uh, Michael Resendez, uh, you wore the T-shirt that won that round, not by a lot, but I, I know, had you seen again, Nightcrawler? Um, I have not seen Nightcrawler, but I've I, but I know all about it, and I, it was on a lot of lists. And uh, as far as memorable, because he kills a bunch of his like he kills people in that movie. I I need to watch it. You need to watch it. I, I avoided yeah. it because I made a lot of assumptions about it. When I actually watched yeah. it, I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's really good. So, but. It was that was still really tight though. Um, as far as I, I, I loved. Um, I talked about this on the on the other pod. I just I loved the performance um, that Ruffalo did, and so that actually won the round by one point. Um, Aaron Altman, Broadcast News, the right pick from Broadcast News. Yeah, we talked about this. Yes, hundred percent. Very memorable scene. Um, it's it's you know that movie I'd heard so much about, and I watched it one day. And I think it got hyped up a little bit too much for me. Yeah, so I had we, 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 I said exactly the same so, thing. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't here, so sorry. I think it hit some emotional notes, like if you kind of like the whole dynamic between like the the guy who thinks he's 
smart and should be getting the girls and, and right. the guy who's just kind of like yep. getting yeah. by the charm. Totally. But yeah, that him sweating his ass off and his shirt soaked is just so <laughs> when he, Yeah, when he has his yeah. meltdown, it's awesome. I love Albert Brooks. He's so good. Um, and then Erwin Fletcher. Um, Fletch, I did not see that coming. I didn't think about it. And when I saw it, that was an absolute steal of, of, of that last round. And it was... It was great. Were you a Fletch fan growing up? Love Fletch. I, we we, yeah. we might have discussed that. <laughs> <They're> so, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, Scotch might be age appropriate so, for so Fletch. I'm trying to figure out what I should have swapped. So here are the two. I'll just tell you. One of them should have, one didn't. So I would have taken, um, I, I would have taken Bill Murray in Groundhog Day, mm. except I did not write it on my list, and I probably would have taken that fairly early, and I forgot to write it down when I brainstormed it. The second one, I almost took Clark Kent instead of Fletch. Uh, I don't know if that would have helped. Fletch or, probably would have helped you more. Fletch probably would have been better. Yeah. Okay, well that's that's the way I went, but I but the, yeah. So I Bill don't, Connors is, is I think what won the whole thing for. Yeah. So so I I think I lost the draft because I forgot to write that down. Oh, you think Groundhog's Day was the was the difference? I, I that's a great pick. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, and you know it's. Yeah, so there was a few few surprises. So Team 1, have you read Team 1 yet? Team 1 was Ron Burgundy, Anchorman, Gail Weathers from Scream, Louis Bloom, Nightcrawler, uh, Phil Connors, Groundhog Day, and Josie Geller, Josie Grossi from Never Been Kissed. Right. Okay, so Ron Burgundy, it definitely, I, I, I agree with that as a one of one. What gets more points, Ron Burgundy or Veronica Corningstone? Ron Burgundy. Best journalist in a film. No, most memorable. 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 Don't say best. Yeah, sure. I change up this category <laughs> right now. If it's best, Nate wins like hands down going away. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Gail Weathers. I I can't believe I didn't think of her. Neither did I. I and that surprised me that's too. A good one. Yeah. Um. Really love that pick. Um. You got it in a good round. Got it early and um. Super memorable. Uh. Again, loose bloom. That was probably the it was the lowest point getter of all your picks, but it that whole round was really even across the board, so um, it wasn't enough to hurt you. Phil Connors was absolute steal at in round four. I didn't I didn't think of it. I saw it. I was pissed. I was like, how did I not? Put uh, it? I saw it and I didn't put it down. Yeah, uh, it was. It's so huge. Um, I was surprised. I was like, I'm getting this on the wrap, and the, I was like, I, I thought he would have been chosen earlier. Right. I thought maybe they're like thinking like, oh, weatherman, it doesn't count. And I was yeah. like, fuck, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm gonna get shit on for this pick. But yeah, that would have been my probably third pick. I probably would take it instead of. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And then and and Grozy Josie. I actually have seen. I haven't seen the entire film. I've seen most oh, of it. Oh, dude! And I, it's pretty brutal. But I you think saw I the thought, beginning. Yeah, it's it, the most brutal it's movie. It's so I've ever brutal, seen. and <laughs> it was on a lot of lists. They insane. talked about it, and and if you absolutely remember it, and again, memorable is the key term. Josie Grossi was on lists. Yeah. For, uh, oh, for journalists. For journalists. Oh. It, it, well, there was one actually. It was a list of. Uh, she's like the worst journalists because she actually did, <laughs> did a shitty job in the movie or something like that. So, um, yeah. And so it was, um, uh, yeah. The Brad discussed, she had some Lewis ethical Bloom, issues. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Lewis Bloom was also on that list of, of actually worse yeah. journalists. So, <laughs> oh right. no, he's, yeah, yeah he's yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, All right. There you go. Hey, I think after this, I can actually really break down the, the W win loss record. 
Oh, you were just waiting for you to get a win before right. you. Uh... I, I think I was. I needed to bump up my total just a little bit. It's been a while. It I seems think like I yeah. was. I really don't know where what it's going to look like when I, I when because we had the taken from last week, which was something that uh, uh, that was from back in March. So finally, like getting the scores, I can do the scores correctly, and we can see where we're at. So well, next could... week, I will update us uh, with our 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 records, our win loss. Oh damn! Did we talk about what's going to be next week? I'm not even sure. What are we putting out next week? Oh, we don't even know. I believe next week is Goodwill Hunting. What? Oh, I think it is, and I know yeah, why. Because it's going to be our one year. Our one year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know any of this. When did you guys talk about this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I missed all this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're coming. I think we're doing Goodwill Hunting next week. Oh shit! All right, I'm ready. You know, you? just for the brotherhood of it, for the uh, the friendship of it. Yeah. Dude, I love Goodwill Hunting. I, 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 you will find no argument with me. So that's that's it. We're coming up on one year BVK. That's pretty exciting. Who's the best performance in in, in Goodwill Hunting? Is it Robin Williams? And why is it Robin Williams? Oh man, <laughs> I, I think so. 100%. I mean, I think it is Robin Williams, and, but Matt Damon is, Come on. is my guy. Dude, save, it, save it for the pod. Save it for, save the, it for the pod, y'all. All right, save it for the ring. The guy from Yellowstone. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>